live again. It's so good. Here's the deal, Mike. I'm just glad, like, first off, let's just say it's our kind of recording. It is so not peaceful outside. It is, it, the devil's drizzle has <laughs> devil's descended drizzle. upon the land. <laughs> you came in saying that, and I was like, where did that come from? The devil's drizzle I'm has looking, descended I'm upon looking land. outside the bunker, and I'm thinking to myself, it is a good thing that we are hunkered down. <sighs> it is a good thing. I had to crawl in here. The wind was so... Remember Al Roker just getting taken out by... <laughs> By the hurricane a few years back. I do think I, I do think I saw Jim Cantori outside the window. Guys, <laughs> we're in trouble. When the Weather Channel comes to your neighborhood, leave. That guy knows when weather's coming. Wasn't he does not pull around. At some point, he was in Canapolis for I something. I think he did one. I think he did, but I think people all left him. They ran away from him. People were definitely like, "Yo, something's going down." It's it's like when Jessica is in Cabot Cove. Someone's dying there. You got to get out of there. If if Jim shows up to your neighborhood. You leave. Getting serious. You pack as you pack the important stuff from your house and your kids and your your animals and you leave because it's coming. One of my friends said he was on a plane with him. He's like, "Oh man, we're traveling <laughs> to the same spot. This isn't good. That's not good. That's not good. I think even the plane is in a bit of bit of trouble. Yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna do that, he will commandeer a plane and say, "We're flying into the hurricane. I need some readings. Yeah. yeah. I need some readings. Yeah. What's the what's the wind totals? Well, I could get them from the ground, but I'd rather be in a plane flying into it to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. You guys are with me, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Mm, I'm gonna have to watch some Twister today. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Haven't seen Twister in a while. You should you should see it. The Van Halen soundtrack. The Swirling Cow. The Swirling Cow at Universal. <laughs> okay. Is that a Holstein? <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, we're glad that we have our kind of recording weather. Yeah, I, I mean, this really, this this actually gets the juices flowing just a little bit better. We're, we're less we're less compelled to look out the window because we know it's coming. We're on a generator too. That's, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, here in the back. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, we got the hand crank going, too. I, I want to make sure that we got that going. A dynamo. Yeah, that's what it is. This podcast being brought to you by the dynamo. See so here. Mm. Well, this week we're, we're talking about questions. Yeah. I, and I had a story I was telling Mike, and I'll kick it off. Dive right in. Okay. Uh, you know, my house is probably a lot different than yours. You probably can't relate that every once in a while things are insane probably just me probably just me nobody feels that way at all no it's actually when after when after we've all done our devotion by the table we mm. uh we talk about we talk about where we're gonna send off to which uh which needy organization first and, and, we, <laughs> and that's that's how that's how we spend the rest of our evening at, at my house yeah we like to sit around and go these are the ways i see the christ in you and and they go, thank you, Father. This is where I'm volunteering this week. <laughs> but anyways, I digress. So my house was crazy the other day, and I I got this ugh, it's the worst purchase of my life. A lot of people have a fire stick. I have a fire cube, oh, which nice. I thought, this is great. Step up. You can talk to it <laughs> and just say, hey, uh, Alexa, I turn on whatever. I'm having trouble understanding you. Yeah. I'm going to get to that. Anyway, so Lucy, I told Lucy, just put on a cartoon real quick. And I think she said, oh, I know what it was. They're really into this show called Big City Greens. Your kids watch it, too. I know they do. Yes, I'm fully Pretty aware. Pretty funny, actually. Anyways, on Disney Plus. So she said, Alexa, play Big City Greens. And it said, 
saying the Lord's Prayer. <laughs> so, so my house is crazy. And all of a sudden, Alexa's like, Our Father, who art in heaven. It's like you start playing the Star Spangled Banner. Everybody takes the hat off and, and shuts up. Yeah, we had to yeah. just... Oh. So I'm listening to it. Everybody's looking at me like, are you going to stop this? Or you, you didn't dare stop the Lord's Prayer while it was being prayed. I did. Oh, my goodness. I did. I'm this not, is why we're in this situation we're in right but now. Here's the deal. I go, Alexa, stop. And Meg gave me a look like, you're really going to stop the Lord's Prayer? And I gave her that, you know, the teeth grin like, maybe I shouldn't have done that. And Alexa goes, Bless you. Yeah. <laughs> Just like that. Seriously. Try it at home. This is your pre-challenge for the week. There you go. Ask Alexa to say the Lord's Prayer and then stop her. I totally cleared this with Jesus. He's fine with it. Oh, my goodness. It's, oh. it's for an experiment. Some of the views of Jay's Matthew do not include those of the rest of the people here. All right, all right, all right. But stop it, but then finish it, there and you, then pray yeah. for forgiveness. There you go. There okay, you go. all right. All right. Stop it and, it, and I bet she'll say the same thing. Bless you. How weird is that? And at that point, we all started laughing, and it was a break in the tension, and it was a, it was a great thing. But my thing is, have you seen the commercial where the guy's like, Alexa, play smooth jazz playlist? I couldn't understand your request. Alexa, play smooth jazz playlist. <laughs> she goes, <laughs> getting... Adding, or she's adding stuff to it, and then he goes, Alexa, play smooth jazz playlist. <laughs> you have to phrase things properly with Alexa. Yeah, you do. And Yeah, I, you do. And you have to ask the right question. Oh, my goodness. So that's yeah, that, our setup for Nice lead-in. Thank nice you. Nice lead-in, because that's what we're going for. Uh, you know, this weekend, on Sunday, we're going to be talking about trust. And, you know, for me... What are some things that make you trust? Well, if you've been through a situation before, mm-hmm. if if it's part of your regular day-to-day to see something, you're tr- you can trust that it's going to be either something like it or you've experienced something like it. And it's and for me that was where that was where it kind of all fell apart, you know. Um, I'm talking about Matthew chapter 8. You know, Jesus has talked about trusting. He's healing people. He's doing all this amazing stuff prior to this. And he says, follow me. You know, he says, you know, fox have holes uh, but, uh, and, and dens and stuff like that, but, but the, son of, the son of man doesn't have any place to lay his head, right? And he says, follow me, because the teacher of law wants to follow him. And, and then they says they get in a boat, and they go out on the water. And wouldn't you know it? I don't know. It seems to me whenever they get in a boat, there's got to be a storm. Mm. There has to be a storm. Apparently, you cannot... You cannot have a commentator uh you cannot have a gospel where they get out on the boat and they go for a, they go sunbathing no they don't do that there there's always something something crazy has to happen and it was a peaceful day on the lake <laughs> yeah, and that never happens happen. that never happens but but they get into this storm and jesus is asleep now again i i don't i don't know this for a fact but i would say to you the setup. This is not the first time that the disciples have, as fishermen on this lake, that they've been on the lake where a storm has come. I've, you know, I, I've been in a boat where I can, where I can see the storm off in the ocean down there. And you know, what we told the captain of that boat, "Don't go that way. <laughs> right. Don't, it looks really cool from a distance, but let's keep Turn that around, storm. Don't drown. Yeah, let's keep that storm off in the distance. Don't go. Don't go." boating into it to go we were fishing out on 
you know, out in the ocean and you could see off maybe a couple of miles off, there was rain and it was just, it was nasty. And I said, dude, just avoid that. We'll fish areas that are not there. But I mean, I don't know. This is, this is, this was my struggle this week. It's like the disciples are on the water and a storm comes up. Mind you, in another part of the Bible, I don't remember where it is, it actually talks about how it was pr- there were prone to be storms there, you know? And so what do they do? Oh, yeah, I'm looking it up right now, too. Jesus, wake us up. Wake up, Jesus. We're going to drown, you know? I mean, see, hey, Galilee, don't you see how bad the weather is? Up, yeah, storms whip up on that all the time. Yeah. Notorious for storms. Yeah, even today, I think it's still the same way. But what is their question? Hey, are you going to let us drown? You know, and is are they asking the right question? They're definitely not. No. Well, and also, I think what was neat about this is you're actually, this is why I call them the duh disciples sometimes. Cause oh, nice. Get it? Like I get it. Duh. Like, sometimes they just don't get it. He has to, yeah. to spit it out plainly. And for someone who just doesn't get it, sometimes I, I like that they're hanging out with the Son of God. They've Regularly. seen All things. The time. Yeah. But yet, they're like, let us drown? Yeah. And he's like, oh, God, seriously. Well, you got, you got, uh, <laughs> you got the centurion that comes up to him and says, my, my servant needs to be healed. And he says, you know what? You don't, have, you don't have to come up there. You don't have to come to my house. You don't have to walk in my house, make yourself unclean. If you say the words, he'll be healed. Yeah. That's trust. That's trust. That's trust. You're, you're, on, you're on this lake all the time. You've seen the storms come up. The, the waves crash over. You've got Jesus on the boat with you. You're a seafarer. Yeah. Fisherman. Yeah. So, the, so for me, like... You know, the first thing that I think of is, are you asking the right question? How big is this storm, Jesus? No, how big is God? How big is the Lord in the midst of this storm? And, you know, how many times do we ask the wrong question? You know, we're talking, we're talking jokingly with Alexa, how, how sometimes yes. what we say can be misinterpreted. But how many times have we been in a situation where, we are simply asking the wrong question. We're not asking from the standpoint of someone who's confident in what they believe, someone who's confident in what they've been assured of, someone who's confident in what God has promised us. We ask out of fear. We ask out of, you know, we ask out of just the, instead of trusting what we know, we ask out of the fear of what we, what we do not know. My kids, and this is always funny because they like to ask me crazy questions sometimes. Or just cute questions. Yep. Because we have this open thing. I'm like, if you ask me a question, I'll answer it. Or if I don't know the answer, I'll find it type deal. Right. So they always they always use this phrase now. I've got a good question. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and and it and reminds you, me sometimes. Of, and your heart stops. And What the heck are they going to ask me this time? <laughs> like Lucy asked the other day, why do we have houses? You know, and oh. it's like, uh, because we need a place to stay. And what, But I think, what I think is great is that God calls us to ask questions right but are we asking the right ones sure not that we need to be fearful of of ever god is okay with mistakes and asking questions because i i mean thousand things come to mind of things i prayed for things i asked for that were totally just 
not in line with the will of God or right. or or not in line with what he would have for me. Yeah. Um and he still honors those questions even if they're the wrong ones right at first. Just like Jesus honored that question with the disciples. Well, yeah, and yeah. you know, sometimes and I'm I'm dabbling a little bit into what's going to be talked about on Sunday. Sometimes a little bit of correction, mm-hmm. you know, uh, sometimes that that gentle reminder that Jesus gives us of who He is is the the kick in the right direction. Is the it, it almost like the the RTZ the return to zero like we used to have on the on the tape player? Remember that? Yes. In order to in order to get it back to where you want, invented the cassette tape. Passed away last week. Yeah. I'll get you his name. It'll be in the show notes. I can't believe that. Okay. Thank you. And people are like, thanks for the frustration of like winding it with a pencil. Right. Right. But, but I mean, the, the whole, the whole point of that is, is like out of that correction, it's not correct. And you're out of here. It's correct. Now go the right way. Mm-hmm. Ask the right question. You know, he, he corrects, he corrects their thinking about what they're, you know, what are you, what are you afraid of? I'm with you. You know, what, I don't know. Does that preach today? Yeah. Uh, what, uh, you know, uh, but, you know, that's that's kind of. get a witness up in here in the <laughs> yeah, that's studio? Right. That's right. I know there's only two of us in this room, but if somebody else hears this and believes it, <laughs> I want jumps in, they're like, hey, man. <laughs> Walk back out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we have to pay them a little bit extra to do that, but they will every once in a while pop their head in and say, no, they don't do that. No, but. <sighs> I mean, I don't, I don't mind correction when it's coming from, from Jesus. You know, I don't mind that because I know that his intent is not to belittle me, is not to crush my spirit, but instead to rekindle my spirit. You know, I, he's correcting me so that I am in tune with the power that is available in me, you know. And, you know, that, that sometimes we feel so weak in situations that are so much bigger than us. And yet here's the guy who has the power over wind and the waves, you know, power over something that has the power to cause famine, to cause drought, to cause flooding, to cause all these things. And Jesus has the power to stand up and say, stop. And it stops. I've heard also saying, is Jesus asleep on your boat? Are you in a storm? I'm being serious with this. Sure. I know it sounds like it, but is Jesus asleep on your boat and you're afraid that you might ask the wrong question? And are you in a struggle right now that you want to scream, wake up, Lord, I need you to stop this? Oh, I know. Is Jesus asleep? 12.45 last night, I was I, I was about to fall asleep. And and this was this was this will be part of the message on Sunday, but this is what kind of came to mind. Think about the situation you are you are in. Uh, God will reveal or display His power or correct you. Ex- except, are you distracted? Are you fearful, or are you ignorant of His plans? In other words, if you are not consulting God, if you are not, uh, you're going to be you're going to be. Well, you're going to be torn away by things like distractions. You're going to be torn away by things like fear. You're going to be torn away by, well, if I don't know, I may never know kind of an attitude. And mm. it just, I don't know, this, this passage completely looks at it from a different standpoint. You know, all those things are in play. The wind and the waves, they're a distraction, right? Yeah. That they, they're bringing about fear. Big distraction. Yeah, they're bringing about Stress. fear, but 
and the people on the boat are ignorant of the fact they've got the Son of God sitting on the boat with them. If there was anybody you want to be on the boat with, you know, it's like, all right, we're splitting up for teams. Who wants Jesus on their team? Uh, yeah. He's probably the first pick. Yeah, that's right. But, but you know, so so this, this whole idea is, it's like, look at your situation. Stop for a moment and think about it. And are you, are you fearful for something to be rationally fearful about? Or can you take a step back? Can you, can you put your Jesus glasses on? Look at the promises he's made. Look at the promises he's kept. Look at the experiences that you've had with him in your life. And can you step back and say, all right, yeah, it's, it's a little dicey out there, but I've got Jesus in the boat with me. Or it's a little dicey out there, but Jesus says, I'm going to be okay in the midst of it. And, you know, I've, I've got a very, very close friend who's uh, dealing with stage four cancer and, you know, she's, she's posting stuff out there about what's going on, but, uh, you know, kind of the treatment plan for everything, but I think she's got the real treatment plan already figured out. She says, you know what, no matter what happens, the Lord's with me. I've, I've got Jesus. Jesus has got me. I, I know that I'm in his hand. And, you know, it's like, it's, it's almost like the fiery furnace is her life right now, mm. you know? And she's, she's facing, you know, she's like a week, she's like a week older than I am. And she's facing this stuff for the second time. And this time it looks, it looks really, really, really scary. But she's got Jesus in her boat. She's got Jesus in her boat. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm telling you right now, it doesn't matter what, the, what the, the weather looks like outside the boat. She is assured inside that boat. Mm-hmm. You know, she's got this assurance that, you know, that you only read about, you know, yeah. that you read about with the with Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego in a fiery furnace fired up seven times hotter than they've ever done it, killing the people trying to put them in there. And they're standing in there with a fourth person who's got their back and they're not burning up. And, you know, as as Christians, we believe that's Jesus in there with them, you know. Don't tell Dr. Dora that because Dr. Dora will say, uh, there's no Jesus in the Old Testament. This is the second shout out she's going to get because she's not listening to this. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you, Dr. Dora, do that's, give her a nod that's Jesus, Dr. Dora. Yeah, and um, there's a new song that I'm really juiced about that we're going to do at some point called Child of Love. And it talks about that, that I was in the fire, but, um, but God pulled me out and was with me in that time. And I think that I know I, I tell I say this phrase a lot, and it's kind of a mantra that I that I try to live by. Um, whenever I feel like I don't have faith to move forward on something, whenever I feel like I can't trust the next step, I look at the indicators of the past as predictors of my future. Yeah, the way God showed up in the past, sure, is an indicator of how He's going to show up in my life in the future. That means the world to me. That that is, uh, I, I say it all the time. The best indicators of the future are the ways that He's shown up in the past. Sure. So, and and I think no, that's, that's solid. That's that is, solid. That is solid. Solid. Yeah. Yeah. That's solid stuff right there, um, because, it, and man, it's really helped me. And sometimes I, I share this uh, on the podcast that I suffer from anxiety, but I feel like I don't. Something's new this year. 
I don't know if 2020 just scared us so much <laughs> that now I'm just we like. We can't be scared anymore. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm even like off my anxiety meds. I feel so much better. My, my prayer life is better. I'll yeah. share that on this. That, sure. And I think that is. Imagine that. I started doing what I actually tell others but, to do. But is but, but it's <laughs> you know? but you know if if we're driven if we're driven to the Lord, he's he's going to do amazing things. I want you to hold on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm I'm debating on whether I'm going to use this on Sunday or not, but I'm I'm going to say it here and you know, one of the things that I, you know, just it started out kind of as a joke for me where I was making all these challenges for myself that were never really there. And it's just this idea of don't panic. Yeah, don't panic. And I and I and I've I was I was uh, I I brought it broke it down in like three steps. And the first one is telling, then it's trying, and then it's triumph. You tell yourself don't panic. Okay. You know if you if you begin almost like you said like a mantra of just saying to yourself don't panic. Well, number one, it puts you in a mindset of. I'm not going to panic over this. I'm going to try. I'm going to deal with this the very best way possible without panicking and then trying. Now, this is this is the corny. This this can be corny. This can be kind of funny where you just start deciding there's going to be these little moments in life where you're you're going to not panic and you're going to try and do something. And uh, I'll give you an example. Like uh, I'm going to tie my shoes before before I've got a before I've got to do something before something else comes like the, like the kids are coming, and I've got to get my shoes tied before they get in the room. But I'm not going to panic about it, you know. Now, obviously, there is, there's no weight to what happens if they get in there before I'm done tying my shoes. But then you start, then you start going with the triumph of, okay, I've done that. I didn't panic, and it played out, and it panned out well. Okay, so in this little thing, I was able to triumph. Now, as I keep telling myself not to panic, as I keep trying to do these things where – where I'm, I'm kind of up against something, but it's not, you know, the, the stakes aren't high. Maybe the stakes are a little higher this time, and maybe the stakes are a little higher this time, but I'm not going to panic. And what you're, what you're creating in you is this whole idea of I'm not going to panic when the world around me is going nuts. Yeah. No, I'm not going to say it's going to happen overnight. You know, you're, we, there, and there are always going to be situations that are just too big where don't panic doesn't immediately work, but... If you start building this foundation of an idea that I'm not going to panic, and you, and you show, you find the confidence in the little things that you can do to not panic, your confidence will build, and you will get to the point where something bigger will come along, and you're just not going to panic. You know, yeah. I'm I'm not going to panic over this, and, and you know that's that's kind of, you know, there, there's there's some there's some obviously some self-taughtness about it, but really what you're doing is you're Something's got to undergird that. Something's got to tell you I don't have to panic. And I will tell you, for me, it's the fact that I've got Christ in my life. And the worst thing that can happen to me is I'll be with him. Right. Right? If everything goes. Yeah. If everything goes <laughs> completely sour, completely south, the worst thing that can happen to me is I'll be with him. I don't panic as much. I, I, don't, I don't have this idea to just simply go to my panic place and and. Because we all know when we panic, are we able to even think about stuff? No. No, because we're panicking. And so the, the whole point for me is I want to take one 
one last tool out of the devil's toolbox, right? I don't want to yeah. give I don't want to give him access to the panic tool. And that's kind of where I think out of a lot of self assessment is that man, I really was giving up too much in allowing him to control that. The shoe thing, holy me, cuz yeah. I I just want to get my shoes on yep. before everybody answers. But I'm but I'm not going to panic. I wear slip-on shoes and flip-flops most times. <laughs> but that's great though. But listen to this too. I mean, I've I told somebody this the other day. So it was like, man, I just wish I had more patience. If you pray about patience, right? God's gonna put slow drivers in front of you. Yeah. Like you just can't. Yeah. We think these things are just well, one like I just need it bestowed on me. No. No. It it's a no. It is it is a process, and it, it takes it takes uh, intention, and it and it actually takes you walking through it. And that's the deal. I don't think I was being obviously when you got young kids and stuff that can be such a stressful thing and and life things and things go wrong with the house and it can get loud and, get it loud. Can, and yeah but i wasn't being intentional i was i was reacting instead of retracting evaluating <laughs> man i'm trying to be professional so you were so you you didn't react you retracted did you enact anything <laughs> That's, Is everything intact? Okay, so instead of reacting, I retracted. Then I enacted a plan. <laughs> and through Is that... It, and is that plan still intact? <laughs> yeah. But anyways, Folks, we're sorry. My point is, is uh. that these... these dis, there's a reason these things are called spiritual disciplines. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's exactly. Be, it's because and you have to practice these things. You yeah. have to... Yeah, and that's such good advice. Mike had something in a previous... Watch me sell a previous episode. Look out. Not that we okay. are no, selling. No, no, go ahead. I mean, we're, we're deep. We're deep, yeah. Mike was really, had some profound today. His, his, his prayer was, and quote me if I'm wrong here, that he just wants to be gentle. You're way wrong. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I, shut, I shut him down immediately. Jay, in no way did you make any sense. No, right no, no. Now. No, straight up. That's yeah. right. I mean, and that's that's kind of... That one, do not panic and be gentle. Are the th- I, I am consistently and constantly telling myself one or both of those things yeah. all the time, all the time. Yeah. And that, that's, not a, that's not a lie. That's not me saying something on the podcast because I know seven people are listening. That is the honest truth. I, I tell myself repeatedly at least 20 to 30 times a day to be gentle, at least at least three or four times a day, unless it's a crazy day, I'm going to come up with a situation where I'm just going to say to myself, don't panic. Don't panic and do this. You know, it's, it's almost like you got, you got water boiling and you want to crazy idea. I got, I got water boiling and I got, I got spaghetti in it, but I realize I've left the garbage can out by the street and it's got to be in. All right. I am not going to panic, but I'm going to get out there. I'm going to get the trash can back in and I'm going to get in and stir the spaghetti and it's not going to be stuck to the bottom of the bowl, bottom of the bowl. All right. Olive oil. Now, <laughs> <laughs> you no, no, no. The, the whole point is when I get back, if there is even three pieces stuck to the bottom of that, so uh, what? it means nothing. Nothing. But if I'm not panicking and I'm putting in my mind that I'm not going to panic about what's going on around me, then when something really bad happens and I've got to call upon the don't panic, I'm less likely to panic or yeah. I'm less likely to go full on panic and maybe just partial panic. Right, yep. I'm yelling, but I'm yelling happy things. Oh, hey, 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 
that's great. So I wanted to test my myself to see that just so I'm really sharing what I'm walking through with people right now, right? Yeah. So I wanted to share that the other day. Tony will be so proud. There are certain things that give me anxiety, like above anything else. Okay. So, and you're sharing this with me because you know if you share this with me, I may have to call upon these things later on in the day. I know but, it's fine. Okay. Here okay. we go. So the other day I saw this movie was coming out, family movie called Yes Day. Yeah, it's just, it's a day, there's constraints to okay. yes day. Okay. But you had, within reason, you just had to say yes to everything. So I decided to have a, say yes to whatever you want for dinner the other night, and we'll watch yes day as a family. Oh my goodness. I'm wow. Hit myself in the forehead real quick. Yep, yep, yep. So I was thinking kick yourself, but there you know are, what? There's, I like to cook. This is, this is no secret. And normally cooking is a stress reliever for me. I like cooking. I don't know. It's maybe just creating something. I, I like to be creative. Anyways, they wanted stinking breakfast for dinner. Okay, not a. That's not a. That's not a hard one to come by. Except I had none of it in the house <laughs> at the time. It's six. Don't o'clock. panic, Jay. It's six Jay, o'clock. Don't panic. And I'm like, wow. I really because I'm like I'm pretty stocked up on stuff here. I'm thinking they're gonna say mac and cheese. Oh, I want a hot dog. Or, what a got Andy. you got it got it got it no no they, farmhouse breakfast <laughs> we want <laughs> so i go dad what's this stuff called liver mush i want so, that too so i go to the store it gets worse so i go to the store so it's yes night right so i go yes yes we'll make it happen i'm not gonna freak <laughs> out i'm running behind don't panic so i get there get all the stuff and and i'm and they want i'm serious they want a farmhouse breakfast they wanted hash browns Bacon, <laughs> sausage, eggs, pancakes, chocolate chip pancakes and, for a row. And it was at this moment that yesterday became maybe not day. So, but I'm at the store. I'm going, this is great. Dinner is going to be a little bit late, which normally I like to be on time with dinner. Sure. So, you know, because schedules when you have four kids in the house. My oldest daughter, who lives alone, is having a bad day. I invited her to dinner earlier in the day before it became say yes to anything. Oh. So she, I, she said, what are y'all having? Sent me a text, and I said, anything you want. It's yes day. Oh. She said, <laughs> mac and cheese. And I said, that's great. That's easy. As I go to grab the mac and cheese, the instant mac and cheese, he goes, but only if it's homemade. <laughs> so, so, folks, what we've done is we've gone into oh. Jay's REM sleep, found one of his best nightmares that he could ever have, and we've made it actually happen for him right in front of his face. Exactly. So I've gotten all that. I have to get all the ingredients. <laughs> I'm, I'm Googling recipes oh. on my phone. That's perfect. In Walmart. He never called me, though, because I would have said something completely off the, off the reservation on it. I get all this. I want to have hoagies. <laughs> I get all this. I want panini, and I want the little I want the little burn marks in my bread. Needless to say, I get home, I'm cooking it. I'm st- everybody's grabbing bacon as I'm making it. Right, I'm not able to get any type of supply of bacon built oh, up. No. And Mike, I love bacon. Not a lot of people know this about me. I really love bacon. So bacon they're they're climbing right into your happy place, and they're taking happy from you. 
I've got a skillet of, let me paint the picture. I've got a skillet of bacon going on over here that I pulled out. got the griddle like Patrick would use yes, to yes. make hibachi. The, the short order chef at my house, who is now the short order chef in and Salisbury. I'm boiling noodles because I have to make this from scratch <laughs> mac and cheese. <laughs> It's. I, I was like, this is the closest I'm ever going to become to a, sh- a line cook, a short order cook. Yeah. Anyway, so I get all this done. Needless to say, I didn't get time to get it to watch the movie. At Did all. you ask Megan what she wanted for dinner? Probably not. She was sweet. She said, "I'll have whatever the kids want." Nice. Pl- Shout out solid, to Megan. Solid. Shout out to Megan. Not solid not chick. A, that one. Not, yeah. You know, I would like homemade pizza, Jay. <laughs> Don't dare get the store bought bu- crust for this. No, I, I really would like some some homemade crust. Anyway, so I get all this done. <laughs> Movie's over. Movie's over. Kitchen's destroyed. Yeah, there's, there's pots Kitchen's and pans with junk in them. But I didn't freak out. Everybody nice. ate out of order. They were just grabbing things. Okay. They watched a great movie. They had a memory. And that was in my wheelhouse of wanting to go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't. No, and, that's good. And because I didn't get blinded by, I digress now, because I didn't get blinded um, by letting myself get overwhelmed or anything like that, I just took it as it came. I was like, wow, I think I grew a little bit in that category tonight. Yeah. Didn't end up, I get stuck on my expectations a lot, too. You know, like, oh. here's what I want to have don't happen. I'm sure no one's yeah. like me out there in podcast land. Well, actually, the all the phone lines were lit up, and when you said that, they all went off, Jay. I'm very sorry. <laughs> All 20 of our lines oh, were, like, were, no. were lit up, and people were answering the phones. Then we said, is anybody else they understand want my what I'm going through? They want my recipe for mac and cheese. Yeah, that's what it was. And then the moment you said, is anybody going through the same thing, all the lines went blank. They shut off. <laughs> no one does. No one has Only any idea you. what you're going through. Nope, that's you. But, you know, circling back to Matthew chapter 8, you know, we're the disciples, and, and again, we don't know how long the time frame is from chapter 8, verse 1, uh, to 23, where they're on a boat and the, the wind and the waves kick up. But we do know that there are several opportunities where they have seen people trust mm-hmm. Jesus, trust him, and he's come through. Trust and he heals, trust and he heals. And then... Trust and obey for the no But here's the way. problem. This is, this is all Jesus speaking these things. The moment they speak, their first thing is, well, darn, we're going to die. You're going to let us die. Right. You know, Jesus is Jesus is doing all this great work, and he's the one saying, you know, the, the blind man comes up and says, hey, look, if you're willing, I can be healed. And he goes, I am willing. I am willing. Boom. The guy's healed. Yeah. Peter's, Peter's mom, healed, starts cooking for him. The people with diseases and demons possessed are coming. They're being healed. They trust. They get out on a boat where they've been all their life doing the same things they do, fishing on this boat. And the waves start coming up, and trust is out the window. What do we gain from all this? Don't panic, right? Remember who's in the boat with you. Don't panic. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how well that works when, when the hot lamps are on, but, it, but if you start building yourself up to this idea that I'm not going to panic because I've got Jesus with me. You know, maybe that's the maybe that's the the challenge during this Lenten season, especially in those times like for me, when when what you've given up is is gnawing at you and clawing at you, and I mean it is, and you all you want to do is just say, if I could just, and you and you don't panic in the in that moment, you realize, you know what, Jesus is here with me. 
You know, maybe I, maybe I should lean more on that and less on what I feel like I'm going without. Or mm. I'm going through a terrible situation, and maybe instead of focusing on the terrible situation, I focus on the Savior that is made away from me. And, you know, for every, for every failed story that we have in our life, hopefully we've got a, I didn't freak out when my kids wanted breakfast and I had nothing in the house. I didn't freak out when, when they told me this is, this, is, this is a done deal, this can't be fixed, mm. and yet you knocked that door down, Lord, and you did something that couldn't be done. You know, I don't know, we, we, come, we come to this Lenten season and, and we, we know the power of the cross, we know the power of the resurrection. It gives us eternal life, which is from, from before us to beyond us, right? But we are still so breakable. We are still so, so fragile. So fragile. Yeah. That's the word. I, that's really the word I wanted. Our our lives sit on this fragile precipice. Every single day we wake up, and it's like, uh, thank you, Lord, for giving me another shot at this. But all it takes is is a little bit of a little bit of a root coming up out of the ground, and we trip and we fall. Mm-hmm. If we could only not panic. If we could only recognize who's in the boat with us. I mean, that's you know. If you're scoring at home and you want to you wanna sum that passage up, if you can just remember who's in the boat with you, then you'll ask the right question. Who is this man who even the wind and the waves obey him? You know, mm-hmm. that, that's, that's, what, that's what you're really up against. You're up against something that even the wind and the waves have no, no power over. Good He's stuff listening. today. Yeah. Speaking of winds and waves... Lights have been flickering in here. Well, the the great thing is, is I've I've attached some pontoons, and all I do is pull on one. I pull on one string, and the bunker actually floats. Yeah, it's great. I don't panic. I plan. <laughs> hey, well, have a great week. Yeah, and and you know, I I have said it, and I'll say it again. Be gentle. Watch how that changes the people around you. And you